Hey everyone, welcome to 5am Voice. I'm your host Will Compren and today we have two of my really good friends, Jeremy Smith and Bennett DeWolf. Um, we're going to be talking about mental health today uh, and with that we can just get right into it. So Jeremy, how would you describe your mental state day to day? Day to day, I try to overall just keep a positive outlook on everything. Obviously it's hard sometimes because a lot of stuff's going on right now specifically with college apps and soccer and school, right? But I still remain, I still do my best to remain positive because I know a lot of my friends have trouble doing that. And it's, I guess it's hard to, hard to watch and it's not something like I can't tell people how to feel, right? So like, I know, I guess I'm getting away from the question, but mental state, day to day, I try to stay positive and I try to stay focused. Would you say that you, uh, ever feel down or anything or is it just you know smooth sailing right now it's smooth sailing i need i don't really like get like down down unless something like really really bad happens all right fair enough and uh bennett how would you describe your mental state day to day uh, i'd say day to day uh i don't know i kind of have like i'm not always a super positive person uh i generally stay more positive than negative. Uh, I think that I definitely have a ten- tendency to uh, like kind of overthink things and kind of uh, like anxiety wise, it's kind of sometimes go a little bit overboard, but most of the time I'm all right. It's usually like once or twice a month. It's just like occasionally uh, tough days, but yeah, I think that something that's definitely able to, I'm able to get through, you know? Yeah, and just like what what causes are like tough days? Would would that just be like school stuff or like uh you know sports stuff? What what what's that? It's kind of just um whenever you just kind of feel like whenever I just kind of feel overwhelmed with uh just a lot of things going on. Like I think I'm kind of as a person pretty able to handle a lot of things that are going on. I don't really freak out in the moment. Uh, but I think that that's definitely taxing, uh, like having everything that goes on with, it's, it's less of like one specific thing. Uh, it's more of like when a whole bunch of things are going on with like, if I have like a crew regatta, I have, uh, like a whole bunch of projects due for school. I uh, just tons of stuff going on, uh, outside of that as well. Like it's just things can get to be a little bit much and that's when the tough days come up. Gotcha. Um, and so how, Bennett, would you describe your mental state um, sort of bigger picture, you know, looking month to month? Um, yeah, I think month to month. Um, I think I'm generally positive. Uh, they're definitely like, uh, I think over the winter, uh, for sure, like, I think seasonal depression is a thing with, uh, like over the winter, it does get harder, especially when... Uh, things are going on like uh kind of february time frame where you don't really have time off from school uh like we're kind of going into the um swim season uh the end of the swim season so that's stressful um ton of like we're also getting to the end of the trimester uh for school so a lot of things going on there and uh, also it's just dark all the time you know <laughs> which kind of sucks uh but yeah i think that month to month it's uh, I think it gets worse near the winter, but it's not significant. You know, 
thinking of. Yeah. So just like, uh, you know, even if it, you do have those down days, you know, net positive sort of of thing. Yeah. All right. And yeah, Jeremy, how would you describe your mental state month to month? Month to month, my mental state, I feel like overall it's pretty good just because I feel like I always have something positive or something to look forward to or focus on, whether it's like just school, like in that weird, that weird grace period in May. Because soccer is like just like spring soccer is just starting up, or now, right? Because or because winter start, soccer is just starting up, and obviously I still have school on top of that. Because I know like what Bennett said, like burnout is a hundred percent a real thing. Like I've seen it in some of my friends, I've seen it in some of you guys that like you just have so many things going on, and it just it just you know burns you out, like it says. And I just feel like for me, I don't get it just because I feel like I try to make it positive and just it makes me feel accomplished when I go from soccer sorry I'm sorry when I go from school do the homework go to soccer come home and then do more work like to me it just makes me feel accomplished and like I actually took advantage of the day you know so um in regards to like seasonal depression like uh you know does do you think that has any effect on you or is it really just like hey man it's cold let's keep going yeah, it's more like it doesn't have a direct effect on, on me, but indirectly, like all, all my friends, I see it. And some of them, like, they just, you know, like dress during the winter. They just like the mood is just overall down. But like to me, it's just, you know, for me, it's just, hey, it gets dark earlier. Hey, it's colder. But I mean, you have to keep to keep on going. Yeah, gotcha. And so I know you've been, you know, pretty, pretty constant with the way you feel and just feeling pretty good. Um, how did you really just get to that state of just feeling like feeling good all the time? How, Cause I know a lot of people really struggle with that. Well, like, I don't know. I feel like to be quite honest, like when your life's simple, like my life's pretty simple, like there's nothing really <clears throat> to me, there's nothing really worth in my life specifically. There's nothing worth getting down about. Like I just have, you know, I have friends, I play a sport outside of school. I get good grades. Like I have nothing to complain about really. So I'm just, I'm just like, I guess I'm just chilling. Like there's nothing, nothing's going wrong. So it's more just about accepting what you have, you know? Yeah. It's not really, you know, I, I don't want to say you don't want more. Cause I, I don't think anyone doesn't want to just be like, Oh, I want to be insanely rich or something, but you know, you don't get down by the fact that you don't have what you don't have, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. And, yeah, Bennett, how how did you get to your current mental state? Well, I think that uh, definitely in the past, uh, I think you guys know this, like middle school and honestly probably up to around halfway through sophomore year, uh, it was just like a really tough time for me socially. Uh, and I think that kind of that time has kind of like, uh, because I've gone through that and I've experienced the adversity of, uh, like having con- like now I usually have, uh, like tough days. Like, I don't know, like once or twice a month, then pretty much every day was a tough day. And, uh, it was kind of being able to like going through that and kind of, uh, getting to the point where I am kind of more uh, in touch, I guess, with like my mental state. And I under, and like, I can sense when like, uh, I'm having a tough day and like, I need to like, 
take some time for like, I don't know, reflection and um, like just being able to kind of be like, you know how like when you get older, you get more in tune with your body. Like, uh, so like if you do like a whole bunch of running, you know, when like you're able to like push forward in terms of like uh, putting more energy when you're running versus like pulling back. But uh, like, I feel like it's the same thing with, uh, with mental, with, uh, with your mind, you know, like the more you get to know your mind and the more that experience you have with like adversity and stuff like that, the more you kind of understand uh, what, like when you can push and when you need time for yourself, you know? Yeah. And if you could go back in time, back to seventh grade, um, knowing what you know right now about how, how it would affect you, would, would you still go through that, you know, forged by fire sort of thing or or would you want to change that? I don't know. I think that's kind of a tough question with like, uh, because I don't really know like whether or not it would be a net positive or net negative. I think that at this point I'm fairly happy with my life. I think that going back, uh, first of all, I would never want to live through that time again, obviously, but, um, Yeah, I think that like definitely uh, it's been helpful. I think that every I think every experience you have can be a learning experience as long as you like intentionally uh, like learn from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so with that, I think we can just start off our discussion. Um, so you mentioned running, right? And uh, I run track. Uh Jeremy, he plays soccer, and Bennett Rose. Um, so we're all pretty athletic in that sense. So I just wanted to t- start by talking about, like, how do you think your sport has affected your uh, mental health, um, good or bad? For me, it's uh, I feel like it's done a great amount for my, uh, in a positive way for my mental health. Just like having another like, outlet of friends just to talk to whenever if I ever need anything. That's one thing. But also, like, growing up, whether it's, like, State Cup or now it's EDP or NPL, like, these are just, like, the – these are, like, some of the best leagues and tournaments in the Northeast. So, like, I feel like it definitely helps with dealing with pressure because eventually I'm going to have to do a job interview and whatnot. And if you're overwhelmed by the the gravity of the situation, it's not going to go well for you. But now that I feel like I've been in so many high-stakes situations and I've learned how to cope with that, that – it's definitely done a lot of a world of good for me in that like the mental health department. Yeah, I think I think resistance training is definitely a thing. Uh, I, th- I think for me, um, I definitely had a similar thing where like uh, I felt that stress like at the beginning of like like at a start line, I'm just like kind of freaking out a little bit. Uh, like being able, like feeling that and like getting in touch with that feeling and understanding that like uh, you can feel that and uh knowing what to do is definitely a positive thing i think for me the biggest thing is uh just the fact that i have something to do like every day that i'm obligated to go and do because just having like that routine built into your life where i row like two and a half to three hours a day uh six days a week like just having that built in kind of uh it it kind of gives you like kind of like a baseline and like a constant in your life and also it's it doesn't 
hurt that like it's physical activity which is obviously healthy like i think that like physical health and mental health are very uh like connected in that you know yeah um and you know you just said something about you know how you wrote two and a half to three hours a day uh i know i would have practices uh you know, that would go up to three hours every day, six days a week. Um, I'm sure Jeremy has a similar uh, practice time. And I just remember being, there were some points where I was like, man, I'm going to have to stay up till like 3 a.m. because I have so much homework and I have to study for stuff on top of practice. And I just know I wasn't getting enough sleep, which really just destroyed my mental health. I mean, sleep is so important. And so I was just like, I'm curious, like, how'd you guys handle sleep if you did at all? Like, were you just like, man, I really like rowing and I really got to study and I guess I'm sleeping two hours a night. Or was it like, I think I can handle cram studying right before this class and I got to get my eight hours or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, to be, quite, <clears throat> to be quite honest, like, I'm not, like, I can't, I just can't, like, stay until three, like, and do do all that and like have a full like have, have a functioning day you know like like this like today was actually an example i had something due in literally every single class and i still had soccer yesterday for two hours but so i just worked till like 12 ish i still wake up at 6 15 so i'm still getting six hours and then just work throughout the day like throughout the morning whenever i get a chance just get something done basically yeah i think that like the whole idea of because you have less time, you have to learn how to manage your time better. I think that's definitely a thing that uh, I've learned from having a significant time commitment since like eighth grade. Uh, I think that I definitely sleep wise, I, uh, I've had trouble like just sleeping in general, regardless of uh, time constraints. Like uh, I've had trouble in the past with uh, getting sleep. Like my mom has insomnia and uh, I think I have insomnia as well, but it's kind of it comes and goes. But I think that I've uh, I'm also not very good at waking up. So for me, I kind of just uh, force myself to just get all the work done that I can, like the night before. So, but also because of that, I just limit the time that um, I'm able to do other things that I really enjoy. So it's kind of a thing where like there's a trade-off between uh, like being able to do things that are uh, like for, like doing things that I enjoy, like uh, hanging out with friends and stuff, that's kind of been limited. So like that's been somewhat harmful in terms of like mental health wise. But I think it's also important to like get your work done and uh, also sleep as well. Like I think I get, I, I don't know, I don't understand how people like, uh, like will sometimes just get like three hours of sleep. Yeah, like I cannot function off of like anything less than like seven so <laughs> yeah i've had some pretty interesting times with uh sleep and waking up in particular especially with online school i can think of a few memories where that didn't we can all think of that go yeah. <laughs> in my favor but um yeah you brought up a good point that you know you we're not we can't go see friends anymore we can't go on these trips or anything because of uh covid and i know that's impacted me a lot um mentally i'm sure it's impacted you guys too 
um you know for me personally i i love being a social i guess um i love going to see my friends um it's really just it's really been a big part of me in getting uh where i am mentally right now uh just knowing that i have all my friends behind my back and not being able to see them really hurt you know so uh i was just wondering like what's that experience for you guys is that kind of like the same thing or is it you know like oh we still talk on the phone and stuff so it's not as bad well like first off i still have like soccer and we're still outdoors until very soon actually going indoors in like a week or two but like so outdoors so i get i get to see them all the time but like over the weekends like when i have time just because i have so much work i still like see some friends from school but like we just try our best to like maximize our time outside and that we're not you know doing anything stupid like i don't know like like sharing a bag of chips or whatever because that's just stupid you know like we're just like playing so like we're not we're just like shooting we're not like playing soccer like one-on-one -on -one or anything like that we're just shooting around so like that's so like because i feel like honestly if i just like straight up couldn't leave that might be when i finally that might be my my downfall mentally because i just need to see my friends or else i don't know what i do yeah i think uh for me i've kind of because i live so far away from you guys like i'm like an hour away from school uh like by bus and like 50 by car so like i've never really been able to spend a whole bunch of time with you guys uh like for me i really only hung out with you guys in large groups that was like not really to a school event it was like once a year at zane's super bowl party and we didn't even watch the super bowl <laughs> we just hung out and uh yeah like i think that for me i've been able to kind of cope with that uh, especially with like the whole discord thing with um like being able to video chat and play games together and stuff like like people kind of overlook how uh, how important that is like being able to see your friends even when you're not with them physically is definitely a very positive thing that i think uh people kind of ignore the value of you know yeah definitely i mean like uh just for the record we do have a discord school server where we uh do homework and other things <laughs> We usually voice uh, almost every night at this point. Um, and yeah, it has really been helpful, especially when one of our teachers got, uh, he tested positive. So we were mandatory. We had to go into mandatory quarantine, which really was uh, not easy for me, but um, definitely being with them, definitely over video, that helped a lot. And I think that, um, yeah, Ben, it's, 100% right where he says that people don't realize how you know how big that is like you know you might not think it is but just try it you know what like what's the worst that could happen you're right like I think it does really help people um mentally just to see other people to be with them even if they're not a around them uh and yeah guys anyone who's listening who doesn't do that already please go try it's I definitely recommend it. Um, I think it's really helpful. But uh, yeah, speaking on school, it's definitely a big part of our lives, period. But um, it's definitely 
been a big factor in my mental health. I mean, I know sophomore year, it was probably the hardest year of my life, especially mentally. Um, I was completely burnt out, but before like four months into school and it was just terrible. Um, and I know Bennett touched on how he, well, it was a basically tough every day from middle school to 10th grade, which I can confirm it was not a fun time for him but uh yeah i just wanted to just get you guys guys's opinion on school in general just what it does and maybe some ideas on how to make it a little bit better for everyone well i don't know how to it's always hard to make it better for everyone no matter what it is right but uh it's just i guess trying to maximize i guess the social aspect of school i feel like would just be beneficial to everyone because anyone who feels like an outcast i guess has an outlet almost i guess it could be i guess the downside of that is that like they feel like they're being almost forced to like they're like the pity like a pity i guess interaction but i feel like any interaction in this case that isn't you know bullying is a, is a good interaction well, I think that, like, it's kind of, it's hard to really just say that because there are negative interactions that happen at school that can lead to negative mental health, uh, that you should really just uh, radically change school. I think that school is obviously not a great, always, it's not always a great positive, but I would say, like, there's a reason why we all go to school and we're all relatively well-functioning people, you know, like, it's be like daily interaction like i especially noticed this 100 percent uh during the spring where we just weren't hang i wasn't hanging out with anybody outside of my family really and it was just i don't know it was just really hard being around the same people every single day and not having interactions with people that were like it was less that they were like new people i didn't know because like i knew all of you guys, there's more of that just like having interactions with more than just like four people, you know, just getting uh, to because like when you only talk with five people, well, like there are only five people in the house, like uh, that you interact with every day. It's just you just become having you start having the exact same interactions and it just becomes tedious and it's just it burns you out so much faster. Like. I, I like I like my family. It's just they're just hard to be around twenty four seven for like four months. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, I saw a funny article just like after quarantine ended or after some restriction restrictions started to ease up. Uh, you know, like oh, I forget the number, but so many people just filed for like divorce after that. Just like. <laughs> I just found that really funny. <laughs> like, uh, I can't even imagine the things that were said in that house. Like, but yeah, you bring up a good point about family. I mean, like, um, I'm sure, you know, family is family. You're going to have your disagreements. That's just how it goes. But, you know, family does bring a lot of mental stress. Um, it brings a lot of pressure sometimes, uh, especially right now with college, like some kids are just 
they're really struggling because, uh, you know, maybe their parents or their uncle want them to go to MIT, for example, and then they know that they either can't or they just want to go to some other school that they really like. And that, that brings just extra pressure. And I just, you know, it's just an interesting point to look at just like the family aspect of this. Cause it's not just school or sports or something like the people you live with every day, they have a big impact on that too. Yeah. I think like, yeah. it, it's really, hard. it's really hard if like you don't like your family, like a lot of people have very negative uh, like households where that can be just super harmful. Like uh, just if you feel like your parents don't love you, that can be like so, so like traumatic. You know, like I'm very fortunate having parents that I know love me pretty much then they would love me pretty much whatever I would do. You know, like they're not like, I like it's kind of the, the idea of like unconditional love, you know, like having a kid who doesn't have that. It's just, it can just be so devastating to someone. You know? Yeah, I guess. Like, I don't want to, like, focus too much on, I know we're talking about family, I don't want to circle too much on the school aspect, because, like, when you bring it up, the, like, forcing, not forcing, but actually, yeah, forcing your kid to at least focus on one school or apply to this one school and make it your number one. Like, for me, obviously, I'm really grateful my parents haven't really done that. They're just like they're just like just they, they obviously help me f form my list because they know more than i do about the whole process but they're not trying to they're not trying to like get their personal biases in yeah i think you know I, mean? I think that that kind of brings up an important point of like how uh how invested parents are with their kids like less like how much they care about them and more like how much they kind of uh, like restrict or not really restrict. They kind of like, like like how much freedom they give their kid, but like giving them like total freedom isn't always the best choice. You know, like I know for my family, like I don't have like I probably have more restrictions than most people in our class. I think like. Uh, and that's, that's been like, at times it's been frustrating, but it's never, but I think overall it's been uh, a positive thing where I think like, if I was just left to my own devices, I would just make really stupid decisions and like not really yeah. live my life in the way that it should be lived, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm just bringing up a counterpoint to that, uh, you know, some, some might say like, Hey, that's how life is supposed to be lived. You, you know, you live and you learn. If you decide to play Minecraft for 14 hours straight and then just Projecting. fail every single test the next day, like <laughs> you'll learn from that. You don't do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, just, just a different side of the coin, but yeah. But yeah. No, I feel like when you're almost a hundred percent sure of the outcome, like you are for that one, then that's different. <laughs> That, yeah, that, like that more, is a little <laughs> like that's like you know you don't know what the outcome's gonna be, but you're you you got a good idea of what the outcome is. So then there you can be more hands-on. But if it's something that's really 
in a gray area, then I understand where your hands off, let it play out, and then you know assess it from there. Yeah, there are yeah. definitely like there's a balance to be struck between uh, like letting your kid learn from their mistakes and also trying not to let them make mistakes that are really like detrimental to their future you know like i think it's definitely a thing where you want to encourage your kid to study but you shouldn't force your kid to study you know because then they'll associate like because then they'll only study when they're forced to and then when they go off to college no one's going to force them to study you know like yeah you have to it's not really like there's 100 percent an answer also we're 17 we really <laughs> we have a lot of time before we're allowed before we have to like figure out the secrets to parenting you know yeah that's how it but also it, it starts from like like infancy like baby proofing like if that's a thing you should do because the baby i don't know reaches off for the cookie jar and then i don't know hurts his hand or whatever don't reach for the cookie jar or he sees the pan and he touches it ow it burns it's hot don't touch the pan but people are baby proofing the house and then the baby doesn't learn what he what he or she can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But but also like going off of that um uh I guess that analogy, like you also don't want to like leave the stove on all the time. So like yeah. and then like have the baby <laughs> crib right above the stove and then just like put like a path in case they want to walk across the stove and just catch themselves on fire. Might like be a little know, extreme. Yeah, like the, the like that's obviously an extreme example, but like uh, it, it kind of like it's the idea of like having a balance between uh, like letting them make mistakes and also just like making sure that they don't like hurt themselves really badly. You yeah, know? I 100% agree. Yeah, and this might sound like a a weird question, but. So let's just say down the line, you have a kid, right? And one day you catch them like, I don't know, it's like 4 a.m. And they're on, they're, they're building an amazing base in Minecraft because that's just what my brain is going to again. Um, And, you know, after you talk to them, they're like, I just really needed a break from like, you know all the stresses of life do you think you should punish them for that do you think that you know you're like dude but you're up at 4 a.m on a school night like like what are you doing or do you think like hey man like i get that like what what do you think you would do in that situation well i try to obviously again it's all about balance right like i try to like i'd go and i'd say yo what are you doing up what are you doing up at this hour he tells me that i'm like okay well it is for i completely understand Right. And if you want to talk about it in the future or right now, then go ahead. But it's four in the morning and you have school in four hours. Right. So get some rest. I wouldn't just completely close it off and just be like, go to bed. And if you're up in 10 minutes, then you're, I don't know, I'm taking your computer away or whatever. Yeah. I think that like, uh, like you shouldn't be up at that time on a school night but but i think like also it, it very much depends on how old the kid is you know like if you're able, like you're able to reason with like a 14 15 year old where you're like man 
this is not going to be in the long run helpful because if you think about it, you're just delaying like the negative, like, like you're just delaying the negative, you know, like because you're staying up now to relieve stress, like you're just going to create more stress down the line by just getting shitty sleep and then just uh, like not being able to study well. And that creates more stress and it can just became, become like a snowball thing, you know? Yeah, I get that. Um, so Jeremy brought up a point about balance, and I just wanted to bring up uh, – I saw a video at one point about this thing called the four-burner theory, I think. Um, and basically, if I remember correctly, it's that in your life, think of it as like a stovetop burner, I think it's called, whatever. And you can only put certain – a certain amount of energy to the four burners, right? So you can put one burner on max, but you would be sacrificing all the other burner burners energy, right? And basically the idea is that, oh, you should really balance it out. But my question is that like, if you put in all your energy towards one thing, so let's say it's sports, you put all your energy into sports, and you leave, you leave your academics and your sleep and your social life, that, that's all gone. But it's all on sports. Do you think that's a good idea? Because, because the argument is that if you put everything towards one thing, you don't even think about the other things, right? Well, no, if I'm, if I'm correct, if I'm wrong, the four burner theory is family, friends, health, and work, correct? Or am I wrong? That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, if I you have that... an even balance between the four, right? Like, I feel like those things are, you can't, I guess you can get by having a, an imbalance between those four, but you're going to be hurting someone. Whether it's more, obviously, I feel like the most, uh, what's the word? The most, I guess, close to home. I'm not close to home, but like, one I see the most is like more effort on work and less on family. And then, you know, mm -hmm. someone's like, you know, someone's kids, you know, their dad is working 18 or 19 hours a day and they just don't get to see him or whatever. Like you can't, sorry, you can, right. You can definitely put all your effort on one thing, but I feel like for your mental health, that is not good. Cause then disappointment is just going to hurt 10 times more. And I feel like it could even get you in a worse spot than where you were when you decided to take that path. Yeah, I think it's kind of important to have like a thing where you don't like have a life that's kind of set up in such a way that you don't uh, spend all of your time just focusing on one thing. Because if you just focus on one thing, it's just like, I think mentally as humans, we're not really meant to just devote tons and tons of time to one thing. Like, yeah, like there, there are examples of people on like Wall Street who are able to just work like 21 hours a day and they have like, I don't know, like six, like six half hour naps or something. But like that just isn't the way that humans are meant to be, you know, because like 100%. they can do that for like a year. But once you do it for like longer than that, it just messes with you both mentally and physically so much. Like it, it's really important to kind of balance your life and I, th I think that's definitely something that like I've learned from uh my parents like my parents have definitely I think 
figured out a good balance of that where uh, like my dad works uh, like he has a job that's very time consuming but he doesn't uh, he, he's kind of balanced it out in such a way that, and my dad's very schedule oriented where he just gets to work really early and so that just means that he wakes up at like five in the morning every morning and then just goes to work and so I don't really see him in the morning but I also probably wouldn't do that anyways because I have to go to school but uh, he just works and then he gets home at like 7 30 and then uh, pretty much immediately then we all just have dinner together so we're able to spend that time together and that's kind of like the time that we spend uh, as a family the most and we have dinner together literally every single day uh, for I think literally forever and um, we just but because of that he also has to go go to bed at like 9 45 every night like it's it's a like there's the going back to like the stovetop theory like you can't have burner like you can't have burners all the way up like there's something that you have to sacrifice and uh like it's definitely very mentally taxing for my dad but he's kind of figured out a way to deal with it which i think is the most important thing where like you set up uh, a kind of framework of your life that supports the way that uh, you want to live your life in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. Um, so as we're wrapping up, uh, I just wanted to, my, my final thing, my final question for you guys, I guess, is uh, if you could tell the world, let, let's just say you have everyone in the world's attention. If you could tell them one thing, it could be a statement. It could be just a fact. It could be, hey, I, I ate pizza for lunch today. What would you tell them? All right, I'll go first. Um, you're loved. You're valued. Don't, no matter what anyone else tells you or no matter what even you think, some you are worth someone's love. You are valued. Never forget that. Yeah, I think that... Uh... I think a quote that I read a little while ago was um, uh, it's the idea that like today is not like the end of the world, you know, like there are going to be bad days and like you're allowed to have bad days, you know, like that's not always a thing that's a negative. I think that uh, you're like the main thing is learning from those experiences and also understanding that in the future, things will be better. They won't, like, life is not, like, a constant trajectory. You know, like, you're not always going up. You're not always going down. Like, it's, there's going to be positive moments. There are going to be negative moments. And you have to be able to live in the moment and not really uh, worry about, uh, like, either things that are happening, the that happened in the past or that will happen in the future, you know? Like, each day is a new day, you know? Amen to that. <laughs> so this has been 5 a.m. Boys. Thank you so much for listening. Bennett, Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Uh, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.